This week on Three Sides of the Coin, Craig Gass is back. And he's back with all of his incredible impressions. Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, everybody. This show, you're going to be rolling in laughter. It's a free Craig Gass performance. Shouldn't say that because next time he'll probably say, I want you to paint. Come on. No, he's not Gene. (laughs) Craig Gass this week. Three sides of the coin. Talking all things kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. You're seeing Mike, Tommy, and and Lisa. But by the time the show ends, Lisa's going to disappear and come back. Mark shows up and leaves. And then shows up again and then leaves again. And we have a special guest in this whole episode. Now, before we get to the guests, Tommy, and try not to be long-winded, but you wanted to talk about the new KISS show. Well, I don't want to give too much away, so this is all I'm going to say. We know there's a limited amount of shows um, till this is over in, in December, and I have seen two so far, and it is the most overtop show I've ever seen. If you think that the first run was big, this is bigger. There is so much cool stuff happening, more pyro, more fire. They add a song, which most of you probably know about by now, which is making love. Um, and it was just, it was, they sound great. They look great. It, it, it's just the production is over the top. And I'm telling you, you won't regret experiences, great experiences. So my advice to you is get out there and go see a show. And it's really easy to do. I just booked a ticket to to go out to LA and it was like $250 round trip. You know, it's not that expensive. So don't let the flights worry you. And the best thing you can do is go on Google in incognito. If you guys don't know how to do that, when you see the little, your little um, icon for your, to search, just right click on it and it'll give you on incognito. So nothing gets tracked. That way you can type in flights into Google and you won't start getting a ridiculous amount of ads thrown at you and just see what's out there because you'd be amazed at how great the flights are. I mean, I've gone to Chicago. I f- we flew to Chicago. It was $59. What Go, airline did you fly on for $59, Tommy? Uh, it was either Southwest or Sun Country. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so the incognito mode is the is the key. Well, the the key is it doesn't mean that it gets you better deals, but there is an app that you can get, which I just downloaded. I haven't used it yet um, because it's too soon. And the name of the app is, let's see if I can find it. Kyle. Okay. Uh, Thrifty Traveler. And it'll give you all kinds of international flights and intercontinental flights, all anything you could want. It's going to send me deals. But if you go on incognito, what it does is it keeps you from getting a lot of ads on Facebook and other social media. Yeah. Realtor and travel agent. Incognito isn't something you want. You you would necessarily just do for searching for flights. It's if you want to go on your web browser and not have cookies track you. You don't want to have any of your private information saved. 
incognito basically means it's 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 a private protected mode using your web browser. What that does mean is anything you normally would do on your web browser that automatically remembers passwords and usernames and all that won't work in incognito mode. You'll have to, right? You, you know, it doesn't doesn't remember your web browsing history. It doesn't remember any of that stuff. It's a hundred. So it's great for privacy. Yeah, so I always use it for car rental and flights and that sort of thing because I don't like how you look at something. And that's the other thing too, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard that if you are browsing or just searching uh, in regular mode, that if you start looking for flights and you're looking at kayak or price line, whatever, that the flights can start to go up in price and change on you based on what your search history is. So therefore, it can end up being more expensive. I've also found out too lately that if you're going to go somewhere, doesn't matter where, if you if you always search as a single flyer, because if you change it to two people flying, the price goes up. So you could theoretically book two uh, tickets individually two different times, and you'll end up with a better price all the way around than if you book two people together. Because it doesn't matter if you, you know, if you want to sit together, so spend the extra $15 to upgrade to a seat where you guys are next to each other, but it'll still save you probably another $100. So for those of you that maybe are a little bit lower on cash, but you want to see one of these shows, at least you, you know, you may pay a little bit more for your ticket for some of these shows. But if you're paying, I mean, $59 to, to Chicago and to Detroit, I would get from Minneapolis to Madison on one tank of gas for 50 bucks. So yep. don't let the, don't let the fear of flying and the cost that you think it's going to be keep you from going to do this. Get out there and support this band and see them one more time. If you can, there's still plenty of shows left. So our guest today, he's a returning guest. I think this is, Second or third time, I believe. Um, the incredible Craig Gass sits down with us for what? Probably an over an hour. Yeah. Um, he's talking about some of his special kiss themed comedy shows that are coming up around the tour here that he's got. But he just gives us so many great kiss impression bits during this show it's i mean we're just rolling rolling in laughter i mean you got you got to let it roll you're it listen guys you're basically getting a free craig gas comedy show with this episode and if you can head out to any of the special kiss themed shows he's got coming he'll give you all the details where when and how to get the tickets for them. And guess what? No $1,000 meet and greets for, for Craig either. Free meet and greets. So let it roll. Craig Gass, and we'll see you at Show. the end. Visit threesidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Three Sides of the Coin. Look at this guy. He's back. <laughs> he gets back. the gold jacket <laughs> do i get a gold jacket for yeah. appearance number two? Oh man oh, I I three. 
can't wait to get fitted. Oh, this is, is it three? I, I think, think it's so. two. Oh, okay. Oh, All I know, officially though, isn't it five times for the jack? Don't we call it? The yeah. So you only get like a belt buckle. <laughs> All right. Belt buckle. <laughs> All right. I get. A, Mark, I get a Mark, button. Mark will give you a belt buckle out of his collection, right, Mark? There All you right. go. I do actually have. A, it was funny because I was going through some of my stuff. Matter of fact, uh, really quick, Tommy, when Doctor Mark was here, we were going over it through. Oh, Lisa's showing up! Oh, my God! Oh my God! It's the full show. It is. We have a celebrity full, here today. It's, it's the full Monty. <laughs> yeah. Should we just have wow, our profile a, pic on there? It's it's yeah. Lisa. I Come can't here. see her. The only way she would have connected faster is if Craig, if you were a goalie. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that's just that's like one of those jokes that's like never gonna die. Nope. No, we'll never let it die. Lisa no has a thing for goalies. Hockey yeah. players in general. Long, no, that is that's a long story. I got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's no. getting his skate sharpened as we speak. <laughs> yeah, he's got goalie pads in the closet. He's he's gonna go dig them out. <laughs> she loves uh, big sticks. Good for her. You guys are, you guys are fucked up. So. All right, I'm out. <laughs> it's great to be oh. back with you guys. It, the last time I did your guys' show, I had so many friends from all across the spectrum of KISS fans, people who work in the music industry to KISS fans who have regular jobs. It was really neat to get the feedback that I that I got. And um, it didn't even dawn on me until just a couple of weeks ago that a friend of mine was saying, why are you not doing any KISS shows? And I said, I'm going to a couple of them. He's like, no, KISS shows. Like, why, don't, why aren't you doing like KISS comedy shows? Because it doesn't look like there's gonna be another KISS cruise. And you've got all that material. And then I just thought, wow, you know what? You're right. And so I put some shows together in New York. And then um, some friends of mine in Austin said, uh, you should do one in Austin. And and because there's a bunch of musicians who live in Austin, which is where I'm at right now. Okay. And then musician friends of mine in Seattle hit me up and said, why don't you do the shows, do something in Seattle. So it all kind of worked out. Three cities for the end of this tour, Austin, Texas, Seattle, Washington, and then the final shows in New York, where I'm going to do multiple nights, where I'm going to go up and do essentially a Kiss Cruise set with a lot of updated information because there's, I've had a few run-ins with the guys since uh, last time I talked to you guys. So, um, well, and, and this doesn't air till next week, but when's the Austin show? Austin, if this doesn't air till next week, I will already have been murdered by Gene Simmons. Um, and, uh, I want to get uh, that on video. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like, I was in Vegas two years ago. I'm looking for a place to live in Vegas, which is where I live now. Oh, cool. But I posted that, um, at the Rio hotel, somebody texts me and says, somebody who works with kiss texted me and said, Hey, are you, are you in the Rio right now? And I said, I am. What's up, buddy. And he said, I'm downstairs and Gene is with me. He what? wants to. He's at the Kiss Mini Golf, and Gene wants to talk to you. And I went, uh oh. And I didn't reply. <laughs> I just didn't reply. I just, I sat on, and then he, I think he texted me back like an hour later, like, hey, buddy, did you get that text? And I didn't reply. And then a comedian friend of mine called me up and said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I'm avoiding Gene Simmons right now. And he said, what do you mean you're avoiding Gene? I go, I'm staying, I'm at the Rio right now. It's a casino in Vegas, and they have a Kiss mini golf downstairs. And I just found out from somebody that works with Kiss 
that Gene is here. He's in the building and he wants me to come down. He says he wants to talk to me and I'm not going down. He goes, why not? And I said, because I'm, I think, I, I think one of these days, and this could be it, he's just waiting to get me alone. And he's just, he's going to do it. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to beat the <laughs> shit out of me. I really think this is it. I think he's going to, and my buddy goes, and you're not going downstairs. And I go, no. And he goes, are you kidding me? If Gene Simmons beat the shit out of you at kiss mini golf, do you know how great that story would be? And I was like, <laughs> you know what? You're right. And I put on my flip flops and I went downstairs and it was just Gene entertaining a couple of guys who had paid to hang out with him. Mm-hmm. And I go downstairs and I see Gene and then somebody directs me like, yeah, go in this back room. And I see Gene there and he looks over and he goes, all right, here we go. Here we go. Come on. You know, you want to. And I said, what, what am, oh, you want me to do the impress? Oh, all right. Hey, I'm Craig. I'm a comedian friend of his. And he goes, come on impressions, get to the impressions. Come on. And I go, oh, uh, I do an impression of Gene. And uh, I was actually given some great advice about doing the impression. And Gene goes, that you're a fucking idiot. And I went, no, that's not, that's not the advice. But thank you. The advice was, and it's true, if you want to learn how to do a Gene Simmons impression, listen to Benjamin Netanyahu. It's the same voice. Hi, this is Benjamin Netanyahu from Kiss. It's the same voice. So, and then I ended up doing impressions for his friends, which led to this wonderful moment where his friends said, hey, how'd you learn how to do voices? And I said, I, it's a weird story. I grew up in a deaf family. Uh, my mom, my dad, and my sister are all deaf. And they said, is that true? And Gene goes, it's true. His family's deaf and he's dumb. And I went, what the fuck? What does that have to do with anything? So, yeah. You should have asked for at least a little bit of the money that he was getting for them to hang out with him. I yeah, you know. were giving him a free show. I mean, come I on, Gene wouldn't do a free show. Why should you? It's funny. I think the same thing when he would have Paul show up or Vinny show up or Bruce show up at some of those um, uh, vault experiences. Like, I wonder how much money he's cutting them in on on the thing, you know? I, I but Fair I don't question. Know. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, are you guys going to the final shows? Yes. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. Yes. So three of you are. And are you going to go to both nights? Are you going to go Friday and Saturday? Both you are. Wow. It's See, my birthday. Fact, Liz, my wife said, because I told her about your show. I'm like, that works out perfect because you're on oh. the you're the thirtieth. We're actually getting there a day early because I'm a big hockey guy. Matter of fact, the Seattle team beat our team yesterday. Hmm. And um, sorry, <laughs> we're going to see the Red Wings on Wednesday. Now you on Thursday, and then Kiss Friday, Saturday. So, oh wow, yeah, I'm in New York for the final shows, I'm gonna I'm gonna do these Kiss themed comedy shows the night before and the night after the final shows. And the and the shows in New York have the right now the most musicians coming out, and those musicians are all across the board the kind of musicians that are coming up for those shows lisa you said you're going to the you're going to both nights and and then are you staying the whole weekend or yeah i'm coming in right i'm going to come in thursday either thursday or friday morning and then i'm leaving i think um but i'm in a big truck we can't hear it i thought it was brian going no you're not (laughs) yeah I'm gonna be. I think I'm. I thought it was a goalie showing up just to (laughs) stop the shoot. 
Now, but wait, what I was saying was December 2nd is my birthday. And I'm still going to keep promoting that because I just think it's very cool that Kitha's last show happens to be on my birthday. I'm just That's saying. pretty cool. That is I mean, pretty cool. Planets align. That's all. Lisa, yeah, just so you know, the odds of them singing happy birthday to you <laughs> on stage probably are pretty small. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I would imagine that. Yeah. yeah. And Tommy, yeah. you're staying the whole weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Tommy, <laughs> yeah. leaving on when you go. I haven't I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm thinking about going to Baltimore first and then taking the train from Baltimore into New York City. Ooh. Yeah. So, Lisa, uh, we're uh, staying till Monday. Okay. Yeah. I have a place to stay. So I haven't it's just me by myself. So I have to figure out what I'm gonna do. So you guys, do you think uh do you have any uh feeling about what you think is gonna happen on that final show? Uh, have you done any? Have you have you thrown out any conspiracy theories? Any anything you think is going to happen? Well, it on starts with Vinnie Vincent showing <laughs> off, and and Gene Simmons beating the crap out of him on stage. Well, that Vinnie would hit him be with amazing. his frozen dead dogs. Did I ever tell you? Did I ever tell you the the thing that John Five asked me to record for him for his Instagram page? Did I ever tell you guys that that story? No. Hmm. I ran into John Five. This is uh, a few years ago. And John says, hey, and I already knew about this when he told me. He goes, uh, dude, I, I got this. Um, I've got this Instagram page called Knights in Satan Service, yeah. where I just have my musician friends just answer a kiss question of the week. And the kiss question of the week is, what's your favorite kiss song of all time? And would it be okay if I filmed you doing it? And I said, of course, man, I would love to do that. And he goes, all right, you, you want to do it right now? And I go, yeah, sure. Are we rolling? Okay. <clears throat> Hi, Craig Gass here, stand-up comedian. You might want to Google that. I am a huge Kiss fan, and I can tell you my favorite Kiss song of all time. I have two of them. One is All Hell's Breaking Loose, and the other is the song Unholy. Both of them, coincidentally, written by the same person, Vinnie Vincent, which is why I now own a long line of women's leisure suits. And he went, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. You got, no, 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 you got to. And I was like, why? And he goes, no, we, we got to redo that. We got to redo that. And I was like, that's great. That's a great line. And he made me redo it. So whatever my appearance is on that Instagram page, and I appreciate the silence and response when I tell that joke, is um is different than what i just told you but i was proud of that i was so proud of that line of that vinnie vincent line but um and you know it's light and funny i love vinnie vincent so but uh but he wanted to redo that so um gene simmons doing wrestling moves on vinnie vincent would be a great way to end the final show that would be awesome um do you think that kiss will perform again after december 2nd Yes. Um, I say yes. Not a tour, but a concert. Sure. Not a tour, yeah. but I, yeah, I think you'll see spot shows every once in a while. I'd love I, to see them at the Sphere. Yeah. They I, couldn't I mean, guys, sell that, though, I don't think. Yeah, it's a lot of seats, man. Uh, yeah. That's a lot I of know. seats. That's, um, and it's a great, I saw the second show there at the Sphere, and it's, it's an incredible venue, but it's a lot of seats, and they all go straight up in the air. Um, I, had heard that they were toying toying with the idea of doing shows in Vegas after the end of the road tour. But now I'm hearing because of what happened with Steven Tyler, because of what happened with Bruce Springsteen, 
that the sentiment is let's just end it let's you know let, let's not get to a, a night that could potentially be like that let's what let's just what happened it. to springsteen I springsteen canceled his entire tour he canceled one or two shows here and there because of some health stuff that was going on and then springsteen canceled the entire tour for the rest of the year and um and you know springsteen's in great shape so yeah uh so uh yeah, it, it's weird as as it's as it's winding down. These are going to be my last couple times seeing them here in Austin, and then when I get to Seattle, and then in New York, and and it's crazy to think that this is it. I I believe this is going to be it. And I'm not saying that is. I just from everything I'm hearing, and mm-hmm. it makes sense that this is going to be. I, it. I I I think right now there are no commitments to do anything after december 2nd Hmm. but i think knowing knowing what we know about kiss and not to be morbid but until somebody's actually dead right if enough dead presidents are presented in front of them for a one-off event a weekend event um an easy type of event i don't think you can say no I just don't think so. What about like an acoustic show? Do you think they would, would go acoustic and like take take the makeup off and just do more of an acoustic show? I think know, all of that's possible. You know, I think we I think we would probably see more of that than I think a full like bombastic kiss show. Um, and I think we'd probably see some <clears throat> excuse me some like Paul Stanley solo, mm-hmm. yeah, shows, things like that. I think it'll be totally toned down in terms of. The makeup and all that, and the and the um, and like the pyro and like the full kiss stage, but I do think we'll see like subsets of that, you know. Yeah, like, Paul. Yeah. Paul does love his Soul Station band. Yeah, and I and, I, I see it so bad. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I think that is so awesome. Yeah, and uh, he's got a lot of really talented people in that band too. Um, I hear they uh, dress in hockey gear. Oh, for the oh, love yeah. of Tommy! My God. I'll see you in Austin, Craig. You will? Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. So you you are coming to the show in Austin. Um, yes. And you'll be at that concert. Um, yeah. It's 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 a weird thing knowing that it looks like everything's pointing towards. Has there been an official announcement that there's no cruise? I I I think it's just that there's no cruise in 2024 has been officially stated, but. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard anything say we will never do another one ever again. Mm. I think radio silence kind of showed that there was going to be nothing in 2024. You know, I mean, you know, part of me also feels like from a from a business standpoint and a marketing standpoint of this tour and this last run of shows, you don't want to say anything that's going to lead people to go, oh. Yeah, I'm just going to go to the cruise in 2025. Right. You know, they announced it. What's yeah. the big deal about going to Madison Square Garden? I'll just go see him on the cruise. Right. So I think, I think yes, everything right now up to December second is this is it. It's done. It's over. I think after December second, anything could happen. You know, they might have like a kiss themed cruise. 
You know, that's what he announced. That's what they announced last year is they announced that they would do um, it'd be a kiss cruise, but Paul would be with soul station. Gene would be with his solo band and it wouldn't be kiss performing, but it would be a kiss themed cruise with, you know, a lot of the same uh, characters on board, but just not kiss concerts. So, I mean, um, I, I, I think there's, let's be honest, the cruise has been incredibly successful. I mm -hmm. think from a business standpoint, it makes complete sense to try and mutate it into something slightly different and continue it. Mm -hmm. There's, there's just too much money that could potentially be made. Well, I, I think the theme cruises would be good. I mean, they have a lot of those theme cruises now, you know, like a golden girls cruise, not, you know, but they're obviously the golden girls aren't on it, but I mean, that kind of, do they have a golden girls cruise? Yes. They have a golden girls cruise. Wow, I would love to go on a Golden Girls cruise. I know, me too. <laughs> I would love to go on a Golden Girls cruise and do announcement, do announcements as Gene on the cruise. All right, who wants to hump? It's Gene Simmons from Kiss. You know the B. Arthur performance is going to be taking place tonight on my tongue. Go you to kissonline.com. You have Thank to wear you for B. You have to yes. wear B. Arthur's wardrobe and yes. sing an asylum song. Let's help. Let's all let's get all the old ladies together and have sex. Thank you for scaring my friends. <laughs> Everybody, it's Gene Simmons from Kiss. I'm gonna miss so many things about Kiss. I'm gonna miss the Paul Stanley stage raps. The uh, did I ever did I ever tell you that that stage rap that he did? There's <laughs> <It was> a. <laughs> There's a couple of great ones that I love. One is, uh, and I talk about this during the show, if you come out to some of the, the Kiss-themed comedy shows, uh, that um, 20 years ago, before they built a proper arena at the Mohegan Sun, Kiss did a show there. And uh, the Mohegan Sun is located in Uncasville. It's, it's not Boston, it's not Hartford, it's not New York, it's just in the middle of nowhere in Connecticut in between all those cities. And several times that night, Paul Stanley on stage said, All right, Uncasville and the surrounding communities, let me hear ya! And he kept saying, Uncasville and the surrounding communities. And at the very end of the show, All right, Uncasville and the surrounding communities, we love you! What? Huh? All right, cool. But well, I remember on, on that tour with, uh, sorry to interrupt you, buddy. No. Uh, that tour with Aerosmith, that was that show. They played in Las Vegas, the MGM Grand Garden Arena. And I hope that show ends up as a bootleg on YouTube. Every once in a while, I look for it because he had this great stage rap where he said, all right, Las Vegas, I know this town is known for its buffets. And I can tell you right now, I see a lot of people in the front row that I really want to eat. And he started fixing his hair and I was like, what the fuck? I saw the same show. A month later, Madison Square Garden, might have been two months later, Kiss, Aerosmith, Madison Square Garden, and I brought a bunch of comedians with me, Steve Byrne, Jeff Ross, uh, Jim Norton, and anyone that works for Kiss that walks by, I go, hey, did you, did you hear uh, Paul on stage in Vegas saying that he was going to eat the front row? And three different guys that worked for Kiss said, did you hear what he said in Omaha? I said, no. And three different guys said, oh, yeah, you didn't hear what he said in Omaha? Apparently on stage in Omaha, Paul said, all right, people, now listen, I know this town, Omaha, Nebraska, is known for its Angus beef. 
And I can tell you right now after this show, I'm going to want to sink my teeth into some meat. And the crowd went, what? And he goes, now, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a thigh or a rump roast. And the crowd was like, what? And apparently the road crew was behind the stage tuning the guitars going, what the fuck's he doing up there? Like, yeah, he just kept walking out further and further. I'm sorry, Tommy, were you about to say something? I cut you off there about his stage traps. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, oh, Tommy. Let me hear you. No, I, what I wanted to say is before we get too deep into this, because I want you to do this more than once, tell people where they can get tickets for your shows. How do they find it? Do they go to Ticketmaster? Do they go to CraigGas.com? Where do they find you? So if you come to the shows, <laughs> go to KissOnline.com and pay an extra $1,000 for each ticket. By the way, you know, if you go to kissonline.com right now, it's only 20 more days until Kissmas. And you know what that means. Get your holiday kiss creations at kissonline.com. It's only 15 more days until Hanukkah. You want to get your Paul Stanley Harry matzo balls at kissonline.com. Go to kissonline.com. It's only 10 more days until Kwanzaa. Hello, black people. My name is Gene Simmons. I play in a band called Kiss. You want to celebrate Kwanzaa with your friends? Go to kissonline.com and get your Kwanzaa tweets. What was the question? Oh, go to the... Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. It's, it's uh, If you're coming out to these Kiss-themed comedy shows, I am going to be performing in Austin, Seattle, and New York. All the tickets for all these shows are at getgas.com. Get gas with two S's.com. Getgas.com. And you'll see the notations. Uh, it's going to happen. My Kiss themed comedy show is happening the night before the Austin concert, the night before the Seattle concert, and the night before and the night after the final shows ever for Kiss, which is really going to turn into quite a reunion for friends and I'm, I'm excited about that Craig can we oh. buy stage used microphones from you yes I'll let you put on the sneakers that I wore during the concert and uh and you Next can get you can and you can get my drink tickets my my two drink tickets that I get for each performance I'll also let you touch the tickets and you can have those by the way I gotta say where kiss was really one of the first, if not the first band, to start doing these experiences where like, you want to meet the band? Thousand dollars. Get a photo with the entire band, which me. Like, how do you not want to do that? It's it's those are four iconic people to get a photo with. Absolutely, I would want to do that. And then they started, you know, Gene starts doing his bass packages where he'll meet you and, and then he'll play the bass on stage. And then Paul started doing that. And now so many people are doing that. Nikki Six and Anthrax. Like, there's so many bands that you can go see that are doing the same thing. There's a market out there for people who are super fans that they want to meet somebody. They'd love to be able to take an instrument home. Uh, Brett Michaels has been doing it. And um, Michael started the whole thing, you know, with Kiss. It was his idea. Yeah. The meet back, and back, Mike, when was the first year for that? 2003 the the Aerosmith tour was the first time Kiss did it and they were they were the first band back in 2003 
to do that type of thing. That when was, I, was when I, I was, when I was, yeah, that was the rock. No, that was right. the uh, world domination tour with Aerosmith. That's right. <clears throat> so, I actually got so one of those. when, when, when we were back in 2003, when I was, when I was working with kiss and running their website and you got to remember, because as Mark says, timeline means everything. Mm-hmm. Napster had pretty much killed album sales by 2003. Okay. So, our company traditionally did all of, and did all the tour merchandising, and we were looking at ways to create new revenue streams for the artists. And Doc's office, I remember, it was actually Melissa in Doc's office back then called me and was like, "Do you want a, us to hold any tickets for the Aerosmith tour for the website for Kiss Online?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but I want you to hold them for us because I know they're great seats." She mm-hmm. goes, you got to let me know by the end of the week what you want, because then we got to release them back to the promoters. if We don't use them mm-hmm. in 24 hours. I sat down and I'm like, all right, I'm a crazy kiss fan. What does a kiss fan want? I go, well, we want tickets in the first or second rows. Cause I know mm-hmm. back on like in the reunion tour fans mm-hmm. were paying like 750 bucks to scalpers to get mm-hmm. great seats. I go, mm-hmm. I can get those great seats now and sell them directly to the fans, but we want a photo with the band. That's mm. it. We, you could prior to this, you couldn't go backstage unless you were in the business. Right. They just never did fan meet and greets. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I gave this pitch to doc and I'm like, okay, doc, here's what, you know, I originally, I was like 500 bucks, a photo out of makeup because I didn't think they could do it in makeup considering all the time that had to be put into sound checking and putting on makeup and costume and everything else. I'm like out of makeup, 500 bucks with a great seat. He's like, if I can make this happen in makeup, can we do it for a thousand? I'm like, wow. if you can make the band do a photo in makeup, thousand dollars, I think is a slam dunk. So in about 48 hours, we put together this package. Wow. We got them up on sale when the whole tour went on sale. And we were all sitting back. Everybody at my company and KISS and management we were like, what's going to happen? No band has ever sold meet and greets before. Wow. Is, this, is this going to be a huge success or is it going to be a bomb? We just didn't know. And tickets went on sale and we had... 25 $1,000 tickets per show on that 60 day tour. And within minutes, they all sold out. And we were like, no, we hit the gold mine here. The fans want this. The money is there. The demand is there. And let me tell you, as soon as that kiss tour happened and that it was known they were making that kind of money, Every artist was coming out of the woodwork going, how do we get in on this? How do we make money selling meet and greets and VIP programs and stuff like that? If I can just add to this, by the way, hold on, Mike. Hold on, Lisa. It's Gene Simmons from KISS. I'm listening to the show (laughs) at the KISS headquarters on an ISDN line. It's true. And keep in mind, we're not doing this for the cash. We're doing it for the fans. We do everything (laughs) for the fans and if there's a fan in yakima washington who wants to meet me and he has a thousand dollars in his pocket 
I'm flying to Yakima. I'm lighting off a firecracker and I'm taking that thousand dollars. It's for the fans. And that's why this tour is brought to you by Budweiser, the king of beers and American Airlines. We love to fly and it shows. We're doing it for the fans. I'm sorry. Lisa, go ahead. What were you saying? It's great. Oh, you're killing me. No, first of all, First of all, I am in a public restaurant. I am laughing my ass off. These How many people, people thought she was going to say I'm in a public restroom? That's what I thought she was going to say. I, me. Yeah. Guys, yeah, first of all. Like a POV video. Yeah. Yeah, first of all, the- first of all, I'm on the shitter, okay? There's a goalie standing in front of me. This isn't easy, all right? I'm trying to do this broadcast. Hey, right, Izzy, Izzy did our podcast once from on the, the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, did he? I believe it. He got the shits and had to go. Like, you got to be kidding me. All right, so, so I have some so, questions for wait, you, though. About you. Wait, 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 it's Lisa's turn. It's Lisa's turn. Yeah, we, we both interrupted her. Jesus, Tommy. Go. Um, first, first of all, I'm, I'm laughing my ass off in this public place that everyone's looking at me. Second of all, Michael, do you remember just offhand the prices and costs for those packages back then? I'm just very curious because well, I want to see yeah, how yeah. that. We, we, we had three packages. There was the, gold. The platinum package, which was. <laughs> This is one of the comedy pieces I did that got me in trouble on the Kiss Cruise. But go ahead. The three packages. Go ahead. Three packages. Platinum, which was the meet and greet. Yep. $1,000, 25 yep. of those per show. That was meet the band, get a photo, and a ticket in the first two rows. Mm-hmm. Then we had the gold go. package, which I think was $500, which was no meet and greet but you got a ticket in the first 10 rows and a bunch of other goodies. And then there was the bronze package, which was like 250 bucks. And that got you a seat within the first 20 rows and like a t-shirt. Okay. Just very interesting. Like I said, I just wanted, I thought that's interesting. just how much that has increased. Right. Tommy, what was your question? I think we're all listening on uh, Mark's. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, find the button to mute him because i remember mike i went to i went to that aerosmith show and uh my brother got me i guess i was like in the third or fourth row so i guess that was like the what the gold or whatever the hell it was i don't know but i remember that very very well that was that was awesome the noise is coming from lisa is it okay okay all right i'm Uh, myself you know lisa turn around and yell at everybody and say listen shut up i'm getting a free show from craig gas or if you want to just uh just turn up your volume i'll tell them it's sam kinnison hey guys this is sam kinnison and uh i'm sitting here i'm trying to fuck a goalie oh (laughs) can you guys please just shut the fuck up Sorry. Oh, oh. Tommy, you, you know, had a question, I, and we're going, well, like, sideways well, here. Well, look, we love having you on just to chat like this, but this is also a serious thing where you're doing a show, and we want to make sure that the KISS fans, especially the ones coming to either Seattle or to New York City, can come. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we know where the tickets are, but then will you be doing any kind of a meet and greet? Or can they, would you have time, if they wanted to buy a voicemail from you, would you have time to do that stuff for them? Yeah, I've been I've been doing the voicemails on the Kiss Cruises, and I was surprised at how popular it was. Um, but yes, uh, I'll I'll be doing. I always do, and it's it could be Paul or Gene on your outgoing voicemail message. It could be Al Pacino or 
Tom Arnold, Adam Sandler, Christopher Walken, Sam Kinison, Lars Who Ulrich. Who the hell would want Tom Arnold? Uh, somebody who's in uh, recovery. At- <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the Tom Arnold, this is obviously not Kiss related, even though Tom Arnold's a big Kiss fan. Um, every time I go to the Super Bowl, I go to the Super Bowl every year and I will talk to the players on both teams and get funny stuff. And then I'll send the content to the markets that are being represented by the Super Bowl. And there are sports stations from all over the world broadcasting from the media center at the Super Bowl every year. And my radio buddies will text me at the beginning of the week before any celebrities come in and say, hey, can you join us on the air and pretend to be somebody famous so it sounds good back to Minneapolis or Salt Lake City or whatever. And the only remotely sports guy I could do an impression of is Tom Arnold. And I'll come on the air and I'll go full blown Tom Arnold and go, hey guys, uh, it's Tom Arnold uh, live from the Super Bowl. And uh, a lot of celebrities are coming into town. And uh, I was actually at a cocaine anonymous meeting last night with Brett Favre. I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but Brett's a big cokehead. And uh, his sponsor, believe it or not, is Bob Costas. Bob is addicted to upskirt porn. Uh, he can't stop pumping off at work. It's it's amazing. And, and again, I shouldn't say that out loud. And I just start just throwing out random sports people and attaching them to addictions. Every year, Tom Arnold gets attacked by the internet. Everyone on Twitter comes at him and goes, dude, it's supposed to be anonymous. What the fuck are you doing? And every year, Tom Arnold will individually fight every single person and go, hey, did you notice that uh, Gene Simmons and uh, Sam Kinison was also on the air? And, and that guy's been dead for 30 years, you idiot. That wasn't me. That's a comedian. His name's Craig Gass. I wish he would stop. And, uh, and that happens every year at the Super Bowl. And I, I, I love Tom Arnold. And I don't think he loves me as much as I love him. But that's um, all the more. Reason. Yeah, <laughs> but but I I do I'm doing a meet and greet after each show. Um, okay. And uh, I've got uh, there's a moment that I experienced with Kiss fans years ago that uh, hardcore Kiss fans know about that is now a T-shirt, which was the first Kiss cruise that I was ever on uh, meeting the cruise director who had the idea of, hey, we should get you to do a funny announcement on the ship. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And she was a microphone. Yeah. And she said, and I I remember asking like, well, wait a minute, if I make an announcement on the ship, like who's going to hear it? And she said, well, if you want, we can flip a switch and it'll get piped into every cabin on the ship. And I went, oh, flip that switch. Please. I know exactly what I want people to wake up to. And I know you guys know the story, but for anybody who doesn't know the story, the next morning, 3,000 of the biggest KISS fans in the world woke up to Bing Bong. Hey, everybody. This is Paul Stanley. And this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And we have a very important announcement. Do not panic. But we have a very important announcement about the KISS cruise. At that moment, my friends on the ship said that in the hallways, all the KISS fans had stopped and were looking up at the speakers and smiling until the next words that came out of my mouth. We've just hit an iceberg, which keep in mind when I say we've just hit an iceberg, 
We're in the middle of the fucking Bahamas. There's no reason for you as an intelligent person to think this ship's going down. It's going down. We're in the Bahamas. But do not panic because KISS is going to take care of everybody. We actually have three packages to get you off the ship. Sound familiar? Three packages. First, we have the platinum package, $5,000. We'll put you in a life raft. You have your own private photo taken with KISS. Then we have the diamond package. Isn't that right, Paul? That's right, the diamond package. For $10,000, where we throw you in the ocean with Tommy and Eric, <laughs> and then KISS floats by on a raft. We do a private acoustic show in the ocean. Everything I said was stupid, but apparently a couple of KISS fans actually ran to the employees and said, is KISS really going to charge us to get off the boat? And they believed it. So it was, uh, you know, I mean, it's it, on the one hand, oh God, obviously, crazy. if someone takes that seriously and thinks their life is in danger, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But then some time passes and you go, dude, what the? F I mean, come on, dude. It's a You're joke. In the you're in the Bahamas. What icebergs are in the Bahamas? Who's getting like, yeah. So, yeah, that's um, awesome. but man, was that fun. By the way, six months ago, I did a charity event in Detroit with this guy named Mitch Album. Great radio guy. He's the guy who wrote the uh, uh, Tuesdays with Maury, that book. Yep. And then um, sports writer, uh, big time dude in, in Detroit. And he asked me to do a charity event with him that Paul Stanley did. And anyone that was part of that event, if I knew them, I would tell Mitch, like, hey, I got a great story about this guy. And when he said Paul Stanley was coming, I was like, dude, uh, two things about Paul Stanley. Oh, one of them you don't even know. I am on. <laughs> All right, let me back up a little bit. Um, I think it was during the pandemic. Yes, during the pandemic. I get a call. I woke up. My, my phone is on my bed and I can feel my phone vibrating. And I open my eyes and I look at my phone. Paul Stanley is calling me. And I went, what the fuck? And I didn't pick up. He called again five minutes later and I was like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Something went wrong. I'm in trouble. And I get out of bed and I just start pacing and pacing and then he calls again three times and now i'm like okay well whatever this is i just started rehearsing paul <clears throat> that was a long time ago i'm a different person now and i respect you i'm 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 rehearsing this apology paul that was a long time ago i'm a different person <clears throat> paul i'm really sorry that was a long time ago i'm a different person and then i get a text message craig it's paul stanley i'm trying to call you and i was like I was like, all right, here we go. And I called him up and he picked up and he goes, hey, Craig. Then I go, hey, Paul, what's going on? And he goes, nothing. How are you doing? And I go, doing great. Uh, what, what's, what's happening? And he goes, you know, my friend has a voicemail message and he's got Morgan Freeman on his voicemail. And it's just so cool. And I just... I just was thinking about you and I just thought, God, it'd be so funny if I could just get you to do like Al Pacino on my voicemail. Like, I don't know if that's something you'd want to do. Is that okay? Can I get you to do Al Pacino on my voicemail? And I was like, that, that's literally how I spend all my free time. That, 
you just, you just want an Al Pacino for your voicemail? And he goes, yeah, do you mind doing that? And I said, I would love to do it. And he goes, all right, then do it. Yeah, just do like maybe like scent of a woman or something. And I was like, all right, that's it. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, cool, <laughs> hang up. And I recorded this thing where he said scent of a woman, which Al Pacino is very sing-songy on scent of a woman. So I recorded this thing and I said, hi, this is Al Pacino. You've reached the voicemail of the star child. Leave a message and get to the point. If you ramble on and on, I know where you live. I'm coming to your house and I'm taking a flamethrower to that motherfucker. Boop. And then I sent it and I sent a note and I said, let me know if you have any thoughts. And he wrote me right back and said, yeah, I have some thoughts. And I was like, oh, what? And he said, why are you cursing? And I go, oh, you don't. He goes, don't curse. He goes, just say, yeah, it's a star child. And I go, all right. So I did it again without cursing. And he said, I love it. Thank you, Craig. And I was like, thank you, Paul. And he goes, want to be on the Kiss Cruise? And I was like, I would love to be on the Kiss Cruise. And then two days later, I got the offer to go on the, the last Kiss Cruise I did, which was Kiss Cruise 10, I think. And uh, so I was, I was really fired up about that. Fast forward to this charity event I'm doing in Detroit. And I tell this guy, Mitch Album, I go, I go two things about Paul. Number one, he loves my impressions, and I'm actually on his voicemail right now on his cell phone. Number two, Paul hates my impression of him. And Mitch goes, okay, good to know. And he goes, hey, Paul, so we got a friend of yours here. It's Craig Gass. You know this comedian? And he goes, yeah, he's actually on my voicemail. You ever heard his impression of me? And, and he goes, no. And he goes, Craig, do the impression. I go, Hey, everybody, this is Paul Stanley. And he goes, you make me sound like I own a hair salon in Long Island. And I was like, oh, my God, what a great premise. The Paul Stanley hair salon. Come on in, have a seat. I'll give you a blowout. I don't know why. Between that and like the Warren Beatty uh, character in that movie, Shampoo. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's the two Paul Stanleys. There's the super soft Paul Stanley where when he answers questions, I, I remember him saying, you know, a lot of people are envious of Kiss. I'm even envious of Kiss. And then there's on stage Paul Stanley, which is people, you know, that guy who I love. I don't know if you ever heard this, if I ever tell you this, Skid Row, the guys in, in that band have incredible stories about that they would do a running bit with Paul Stanley where they would give word, him a word phrase. of the day. Yeah, word we had of the day. on. He was telling us phrase all of the day. It. Yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, basically Paul Stanley telling the guys in Skid Row, I could say anything, and I'll get people to cheer. And they're like, no. If, okay, you got to incorporate. This is what you got to do. Go on stage, and you got to say the words diaper fight. And he, and he said, I'll do it. He goes, watch. I'll get him to cheer. And that night, he walked on stage, and apparently after a few songs, he was like, all right, people, now take it easy. Take it easy. Let's not get in a diaper fight. And everyone's like, yeah. And he did it. And then it became word of the night. And he'd walk out on stage and he would incorporate whatever word they wrote on a piece of paper. He would put it into a stage speech. And I think that's amazing. I love First that. First of all, diaper, diaper fight is hysterical. Just It is. That, is, that's, <laughs> that one diaper. cracked me up. Diaper fight. How diaper do you incorporate fight. diaper fight? There was another one Snake said too, right? There was diaper fight and there was something else he said. Diaper fight goalie sword fight 
No, is that wait? Who are we talking about? No, that was uh, oh, that, that's that, 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 that's that's Lisa's. That's Lisa's goalie that's sword my, fight. That's my word. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It's but I that's just think the it's the, the coolest day. thing. Wouldn't the idea that with, wouldn't that go along with airtight? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Craig, Craig, the the, the big question is. You're doing these shows before and after the last two shows, and it's Kiss-themed shows. Are you retiring the Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley impersonations along with Kiss retiring? I thought you were going to go with a more obvious question, but no, I'm not retiring the voice. I mean, it's I've had so many run-ins with Gene since the last time I saw you guys. Um, and then with Paul, too, and Paul's very encouraging. Everyone in that group is always so nice to me. Although I keep thinking the other shoe is going to drop, right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to get killed at some point, but there's a hit out for you. <laughs> it's it really, I really, I really think it is, but like his son, Nick comes to the comedy store all the time. Gene's son, Nick comes to the comedy store all the time. And he's told me that, you know, my dad used to not have a sense of humor. And right around the time that you showed up with that impression, like, he just started laughing at himself and didn't take himself that seriously. But if you would have showed up even a few years earlier and doing that impression, like my dad, no bullshit would have just like hunted you down and just beat the shit out of you. Like he really had no sense of humor, but you just kind of, your timing was just perfect. And by the way, his son, Nick, very much like his dad, when he comes to the comedy store, he always has beautiful women with him. And, and Nick's a handsome kid. He's like six foot six, you know, handsome and, and really nice, you know? And I, I remember him coming to the comedy store and he had some girl with him. She had to have been 20, 21 years old. And he goes, uh, oh my God, Craig, Craig. Oh, um, th- this is Craig. Craig, Craig does an impression of my dad. And uh, he does voices. He, Craig, Craig, do, uh, do Christopher Walken for her right now. And I went, hold on. Do you know who Christopher Walken is? And she went, no. And he was like, oh, no, no, you'll, you'll know. You'll know. Just, Craig, just, just do the voice. You'll, like, she'll know. As soon as she hears the voice, she'll know. And I went, look, I don't know if you know who this is, but what I try to do is I try to sound as weird as possible. And every once in a while, I say the word cowbell. Pow! And the girl looked at me and went, good for you. And I went, Nick, you fucking asshole. You just made me look like the biggest idiot in the world. Good for you, she Good said. Good for you. Good for you. You do weird voices. Good for you. And I was like, Nick, I know what you're trying to do. All right. But I knew going into this, this is a bad idea. But um, I am not going to retire the voices. I just, uh, what these shows are, these, these specific shows, beginning to end, it's just all about kiss a little bit of a setup of like this is who i am this is my background and then i fell in love with kiss and this is why i'm a kiss fan and this is how i end up having kiss in my life i had this surreal experience of being at work one day on the howard stern show and our producer coming in and saying hey guys you're not going to believe it uh gene simmons just showed up and he wants to beat the shit out of craig right now and i was like he, we're not letting him upstairs right and he's like well all the security guards are big kiss fans i've already let him in without a pass and i was like what and then gene showed up and we have our first confrontation and then all those messages that i get from employees of kiss like 
you know, the first one was, um, did you know that our singer, Paul Stanley, is your biggest fan? And I went, you're kidding. And the guy said, don't tell anybody this, but Paul Stanley loves when anybody makes fun of Gene Simmons. And I went, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? And all the stories I've been given from people, the, the experiences I've had with the guys in that band, as a fan, has been really surreal. So um, other comedians that are doing the shows with me are, are also huge KISS fans that I, I can't wait to perform with. And it's the musicians that wanted to come out that really surprised me. You know, well, because I, I, I remember when you did either the first impression or one of the first ones on Howard Stern, and I was mm. I was still working with Kiss mm. and we we heard it in the office. I worked for the merchandising company and my I, my eyes exploded. I'm like, holy shit, this is the best thing. You guys, we just got like a free advertisement to mm. go shop on Kiss Online yes. on the Howard yes. Stern show. We boxed up a ton of his shit and sent it to the Howard Stern show mm-hmm. busts of Gene and everything else. It was just like, this was the greatest thing in the world. We loved it. We oh, all loved it. It's incredible how much Gene was aware of it. I remember uh, on one of the two appearances, cause I ended up coming back to confront Gene. I flipped it on him. Because Gene wanted to come in and be a guest on the show. And Gary said, he only has one request. His one request is he doesn't want to be there when you're around. <laughs> He's like, he doesn't, he said, I don't want to be there when Craig Gass is around. Because I would only come in the studio two days a week. And I said, wouldn't it be funny if I showed up anyway? Oh, dude, how funny would it be if I dressed up in a full kiss outfit? <gasps> and everyone was like, oh, my God. And then we had this whole idea of like, I'm, I'm just going to, I dressed up as Gene Simmons and I just crashed his interview. That was awesome. And during that, I remember saying he would try to answer questions seriously. And then I kept jumping in to promote new Kiss products. And, and the reaction from Gene, I'd say, that sounds great, but I'm going to stop you right there. By the way, this is Gene Simmons from Kiss. And if you go to kissonline.com right now, there's a brand new product called the Kiss Toilet. You might be asking yourself, what's the difference between a regular toilet and a kiss toilet? Well, our toilet is a pay toilet. You have to put in a quarter and you do your business while you listen to Deuce. It was all stupid. But Gene looked at me and said, you know, I could do that. I could actually sell that. I could actually sell that as a product. And I was like, am I giving him money? Am I just giving, without realizing that I'm giving him money, am I giving him money? It was a pitch. Yeah. You yeah, didn't even he, know it. Yeah. But, By the way, uh, Michael, quick question. Um, when you brought up that Kiss Aerosmith tour and about that was the tour where you started doing the, the meet and greets. Did you know John Bianelli over at Aerosmith? Uh, I didn't know him back then. I know him now. John um, has been a friend of mine for over 30 years. He's and, awesome. And this is how we communicate with each other for 30 years. He picks up the phone. Hello. Hi, John. This is Gene Simmons from KISS. And he'll go, what's up, Gene? Not much. Listen, I hope you don't mind, but Aerosmith's entire catalog is available for $49.95 at KISSonline.com. That's amazing. Well, when that tour happened, KISS and Aerosmith, John is in the front office at uh, Aerosmith's management company, Vindaloo Music. When someone turns around and says, John, it's a call for you. And he goes, yeah, put it through. And he picks up and he goes, hello. And he hears, 
Hi, John, this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And John goes, what's up, you fat Jew bastard? And there's a long pause, and he hears, I'm sorry? And he goes, Craig? And he goes, no, it's not Craig Gass. It's Gene Simmons from KISS. Anyways, I have a question for Stephen and Joe. And he went right into his question. Didn't even bat an eye. Didn't even bat an eye, which is why I love that man. Yeah. Yeah, this is what you're going to hear. You come out to these comedy shows, and this is what you're going to hear. I know we had uh, two shows on sale in New York. Just like every Austin is one show. Seattle's one show. We put two shows on sale in New York. Now we're up to four shows because the demand is just it's it's going to be a reunion of friends. And I know there's gonna be a lot of familiar faces. A lot of hardcore Kiss fans all know each other and we all see each other on the Kiss cruises. So um so those last shows are going to be something else I'm, I'm well, really... plus you know people so, are coming to new york to celebrate the end and yeah. so they want to be involved in kiss stuff well your show is a kiss thing why yeah. wouldn't they show up? that's why we want to make sure that everyone knows how to get tickets that you're doing meet and greets because i can tell you right now if we don't cover all these things the minute this show goes up i get a bunch of emails or messages same with mark or lisa or mike uh michael and well, is he going to do this? Is he going to do that? How do I, you know, so that's yeah. why I really want to make sure everyone knows. All the info for these shows, Austin, Seattle, New York, everything's at getgas.com. Getgas yes. with two S's.com. And then when you come out to the shows, meet and greet after every show. And um, uh, what I'll, I just think it's, it'd be hilarious to like announce at the last minute, it's a thousand dollars to sign a guitar and pull a Vinnie Vincent, but I won't. You come out to the shows, the meet and greet, it's free. It's just me with you. We're taking pictures. You get your shirts, get whatever you want, and say hi to the other people that are going to be there because you're going to know other people there. You are going to know those people. Some of Plus, them are obvious. You know who the biggest KISS fans are. You know it. It's obvious. I'm not going to sell it as part of this pitch, but you know who the biggest KISS fans are. So, so are Craig, be- I, I want to give you a chance to practice your response now when gene simmons calls you and says craig i want 50 percent of all these shows because you're you're talking kiss and you wouldn't be here without me you know that the first time this is where the joke started there are kiss fans who always wait for that pause and they love to hear from kiss and it started from an actual phone call the first time mm-hmm. gene confronted me live on the air i was headlining caroline's for the first time that night which for a comedian it's a huge huge deal to to headline caroline's it's a big comedy club in new york city it's it's been on tv for decades and i was headlining that night someone told gene that that it was a big night for me and gene asked for my phone number and i still have the voicemail it's just a short boop hi craig this is gene simmons from kiss he actually said from kiss on my answering machine like i'm going to confuse you with gene simmons from pet boys like i know who this is i want you to know the kiss army is behind you and i support you tonight at Caroline's. That's why I'm going to be in the front row. Sat in the front row and laughed his ass off. When I started talking about Kiss, he turned around and went, you know, he's talking about me. Isn't that something? And then I believe that. later that night, Gene invited me to a strip club 
And, and he said, I could bring my friends with me. And we went to this club in Midtown Manhattan where we get ushered into a back room where there's a couple of massive couches. Gene is at the end of one couch covered in strippers. And then me and my two buddies are on the other end of the couch going, yay. Like we're, we're just, we're just cheering on Gene Simmons. Like, yay. Like, and at some point through the strippers, Gene sees me and goes, hold on just one moment. And he looks at the girls and he goes, girls, girls, calm down. Let me ask you a question. Do you like stand-up comedy? You do. Because this gentleman right here, this very powerful and attractive man, is the gentleman who does the impression of me. Isn't that something? And all the strippers looked at me and I went, what's going on? And they all went, nothing. And I went, oh, about right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Have fun, strippers. Enjoy. It was, like, it was like that night I saw you in Minneapolis at the Steel Panther show, and they were trying to get us to go to the strip club with them. Yeah. <laughs> Who the band was? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yes. even get that invitation. You know what? I told those guys I had to be up early in the morning, so I didn't even get the invitation to go. To oh, the yeah. Strip. They were like, we're going. You're coming with us. I'm like, Mm-mm. oh, that's hilarious. That's happened yeah. twice now. Every time I see him, Sticks is like, we got to go. We got to go to the strip club. Really? Dude, it's, it's crazy how over the years, how many musicians uh, are such super fans of Kiss. Um, I always thought it was odd that they delayed their uh, induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because Kiss will always say that it was the Beatles and everyone of their age will say the Beatles made me want to be in a rock and roll band. But everyone after Kiss of all different types of genres always reference Kiss and say, I saw Kiss and I wanted to be in a rock band. I know there's two guys in the band System of a Down, the guitarist and the and the bass player, Shavo and Darren, both have said that they just saw pictures in a magazine. They didn't even know what it sounded like. And they were like, oh my God, I want to do that. <laughs> and they didn't even know what it was. They just knew what it looked like. And they're like, I got to do that. I want to be, I want to have a guitar that smokes and, and I want to well, spit and, up blood. And no, no disrespect to Hendrix or Clapton or Page or any of these amazing guitar players who've come down the pipe. But I was having this discussion with someone online just the other day. I said, say what you want, but I'm telling you right now, Kiss as a band, but also Ace Fraley as a guitar player, I think influenced more people to pick up that instrument than almost any other guitar player in the history of rock music. Absolutely. So in that case, how can you say he's not in the top 100 or that the band isn't in the top 100? If we're going to start talking about, you know, as far as someone that is going to influence someone, but of course they don't want to hear that because they only think that Eric Clapton could influence you. Yep. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And um, I feel bad because I, I got to get out of here soon. But uh, when no, you talk okay. about when you talk about influence, um, I, I think I had heard this story before. It's on my Instagram page now um, near the top of the page. I just did my first arena tour opening for an amazing comedian, Russell Peters. Russell Peters, not only an incredible comedian who sells tons of tickets, but Russell Peters, massive Kiss fan. And Russell was hosting an award show in Canada. He's Canadian, and but he sells out arenas all over the world. That arena tour I did with Russell was across Australia and New Zealand. And Russell was uh, hosting an award show that Brian Adams was at. 
And Brian Adams, I didn't know, wrote the song War Machine. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And so first thing Russell says to him when Brian comes into his dressing room is like, dude, War Machine, greatest song ever. And he's like, yeah. And, they, and Brian Adams starts playing it on guitar. He sent me the video and I post, I just posted on my Instagram about two weeks ago. It's at Craig Gas Comedy with two S's. And you'll see the video of Brian Adams and Russell Peters singing War Machine that Brian Adams wrote, which wow. is incredible to see. Yeah, That's there's do these shows. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody and and having fun at these shows. Um, I feel bad because I got there's more stuff I wanted to talk to you guys about. Maybe maybe we can try to do it again one more time. But uh, oh yeah, um, of course. But um, but yeah, man, I I'm excited to see everybody. And it feels weird that this is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful that band has had such a good sense of humor and they've been so nice to me. I'm eternally grateful to them for having a sense of humor. And I always give them a wide berth every time I go to one of their shows because they always let me into their shows and they're always really nice to me. And I just think, all right, I'm just going to leave them alone. And if they want to talk to me, I'll talk to them, but I'm, I'm not going to bother them. And, and I'm... that's the key though. That's the key to the whole thing. What you just said right there, because when you go to a kiss show, you're entering their workplace. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you say, yeah. you don't say anything. If they want to talk to you, believe me, they'll mm-hmm. let you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like yeah, the time I... that you were backstage and Gene brought those guys up to you and said, okay, make, you know, entertain these guys. Right. Might yeah. Funny. Oh Yeah. And I, and otherwise I stay away. And, and, uh, and, and the first time I ever realized that Paul knew who I was, was backstage at a kiss concert and he came walking by in his full costume. And I was like, and I just gave him a thumbs up and he just stopped and turned around and went, Craig gas. And I went, Hey Paul. And he goes, how come you don't do an impression of me? And I was like, I do one. I don't think you want to hear it. And he goes, come here. And I, I just edited and edited the impression before I got to him. And yeah, those, those guys have been incredible. And the shows beginning to end, it's all material about kiss, how much I love kiss, how much of an influence they've had on my life and how I started doing impressions of them that led to being confronted by them and then led to being friends with them and then led to actually doing shows with kiss which I will be eternally grateful for. So uh, Seattle and New York still on the calendar. The final shows ever will be bookended by these comedy shows with Kiss. Um, Getgas.com for the comedy shows about Kiss. Getgas with two S's dot com. Getgas.com. And we'll see you guys at the final shows in New York. And if you can make it to Seattle, come out to those as well. By the way, can I tell you one story about a Seattle musician real quick? Sure. Uh, Sure. One of the guys out there, uh, Matt Cameron, has this amazing story. Matt's the drummer for Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. And Matt, um, I don't know if I ever told you this, when Matt was 14 years old, he told me that he was in a Kiss cover band when he was 14. They called themselves Kiss. That's what they called themselves. They just said Kiss. And once a month, they would do a show at somebody's house. And they would put out flyers all around high school, this Friday at Lisa's goalie's friend's house, kiss 8 PM. And then here's where the goalie lives and here's the back of his house. And then at 8 PM, the goalie's going to whip his dick out and then kiss is going to hit the stage. And then 
Uh, so they were doing these shows once a month and calling themselves, they were dressing up like Kiss and they called themselves Kiss. And then Matt gets a letter in the mail from Casablanca Records, the record label that started Kiss. And Matt goes, holy shit, we're getting signed. We're getting signed. And he called all the other kids that were in the band. He's like, everybody, come on. I'm not going to open it until you guys get here. We're going to open it together. We're going to open it together. All these kids come over to Matt's house, and they open up this letter. And a bunch of 14, 15-year-old kids open up a cease and desist from Kiss. They were 14 years old. I love that story. I absolutely love that story. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Have you yeah. seen have you seen this last grouping of shows yet? No, I haven't seen any. I be haven't prepared. I'm not gonna tell you anything, but just be prepared to be blown away. It is phenomenal. Really? It is better than the first time I saw the re- the the farewell tour, the first time. Wow. I'm I'm glad I'm happy to hear that. My first time seeing them is gonna be this weekend in Austin, yeah, and then Seattle, I, and then those final shows. And I I I don't know what's gonna happen, but I know I know something is going to be unique about those shows in New York, even if they don't bring up any other original members. I know that, that it's it's going to be special. So I'm excited to see. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Craig. Thanks, you know, Craig. We should blast. do again. My God. Um, yeah. You're welcome anytime. You know that. And besides, you need something. Any- you have to come on more often, Craig. Yeah. Anytime you oh. want to plug something. Yeah. I, and you need to I, you need to come on to get a jacket. You're, you're, you know, right now you get a belt buckle. That's it. I don't. Get a Goldie mask. I don't. Let me get that one. Like that. <laughs> All right. All right. Whatever, that's that's man. three sides after dark, Craig. Said, Whoa! <laughs> wow, that show sounds saucy. All right, guys, have fun. All and right. I'll see you guys on the road. Thank you. I'll see you Friday. Later, Craig. Take Thank care. you, buddy. All right. So, guys, homework question. I think obvious. Which impression do you like better of Craig's, Paul Stanley? Or Gene Simmons. What's the better impression? I it's it's tough. I mean, I do love listening to his Paul Stanley impression. Oh, I love his but, Al Pacino. No, the but, Paul but Stanley Gene, one is the funniest. The but his Gene funniest. Simmons is just like classic. It's just you know that's that's the first one. I, like I said, what, I remember hearing that first time yeah. on Howard Stern, going, "Holy shit!" What was the one he said about the uh, the outlying communities? God, that was hysterical. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That was the best. That was Paul's, Mohegan oh Sun. My, yeah, he's like, what was it? Like Uncle or something? Uncle in Uncasville. Uncasville. Uncle, Uncasville and outlying, outlying communities. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that Fantastic. Was hysterical. <laughs> Craig is so funny. And honestly, guys, especially if you're a Kiss fan, you got to go see him if you're in New York or Seattle or whenever he does come to your town because he travels, you know, all over. He's really freaking funny. I'm not saying it because he's a friend of the show. I've seen several of his shows. Oh, he's hysterical. Yeah, I laughed through the whole thing. So, but I think that those, I think that those kiss ones, you know, during, um, sorry, hold on. I think that during those kiss shows, um, are going to be really special because it's going to be so kiss centered. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kiss, kiss, kiss fans will love those shows. I saw him. I should have reminded him of it. I saw him once. He did a show here in Santa Rosa, which is literally like 20 minutes north of where I live right now. And seven people showed up. Seven people showed up to the show. But he turned it into such a funny event. He ended up calling it the Santa Rosa 7. And instead of standing on stage looking at an empty bar, he just 
grabbed a chair, sat down on the empty bar and had us sit in a circle around yep, him. That's what we did. Just, we were the we, we were the buckhead six. Oh, you had one less. Yep. We had. Yeah, we had the buckhead six. Yeah, it was. But it was so much fun. So much fun. Yep. Well, I think there were more than six he, people, but it was still funny, though. And he, there was a show that he did. He went on a tirade because. Because how crappy the hotel was or something that he was staying. He, the guy is really funny. So go, you know, get out and support him because he's great. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's very nice. Yeah. 100%. So, and we don't know what Do happened it. to Mark. Do I don't know. I'm I'm assuming Reuter issues. I think we're celebrating like no, the two year I, anniversary or three year like anniversary was, of it looked like Rob he had Halford. phone calls. It looked like he had phone calls. It looked like he was taking phone calls. Maybe well, he got busy Adam or and Eve because his orders. Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> they don't have the shoe the shoehorn butt plug that he ordered. Oh God, Tommy. Oh. <laughs> That was horrible. That was just downright horrible. <laughs> oh, That's a bad visual. That if is I wasn't, a terrible if, visual. If I wasn't on, he'd say the same freaking thing about me. You are 100% no. correct. No, no yes, I, don't, would. I don't. No, not on the air here. Oh, yeah. He oh, I don't know. Well, he's, yeah. He might be thinking it. Maybe. So there you go, guys. That's it, right? That's the homework. And we're. That, 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 that. I think that's it. That's the homework. What okay. what 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 impression by Craig is your favorite, Gene or Paul? And and are you planning on going to his show? Are you going to go? Are you going to go yeah. to any of his shows? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We love you. And if and and if you do, you got to stand up in the middle of the show and yell, "Brandbold's a tool." Better yet, bring a sign. Brandbold's a tool. Oh my God! I was just going to say that. Bring a sign. Mm-hmm. Well, Lisa will make one. I'll make one. Okay. We'll make it. All right, yeah, that that's it, guys. That was that was actually a last minute booking, and it was a blast. So we've got we have guests for the next three or four weeks, I think. Do we really? Yeah, hmm. yeah. Okay. So again, sure. I don't know if we're ever going to get to the Bruce Fairburn interview. Yeah, we will. Maybe after the New Year. We will. We will. You just okay. have to wait and be patient. We'll get there. His fans be patient. Sure. Well, yeah. All right, guys. That's it. Three sides of the coin. We're out of here. See you next week. Do you have something to say? Leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320-515-VOICES for three sides of the coin. Provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.